From deep behind the enemy lines of FEMA Region 3, you're listening to the Powder Monkey Podcast on PirateInfoWars.com. Episode 49 of the Powder Monkey Podcast. Uh, the uh, title of this episode today is The Gates of Hell. And uh, so uh, why would you uh, wonder why I would uh, title it that? Well, my uh, guest today is uh, Tim Lasley. He is an info warrior. He is uh, one of the most vocal uh, opponents of uh, the Gates Foundation and uh, the uh, the agenda that has been set forth. So, Tim, uh, thanks for thanks for coming on. I'll let uh, I'll let you maybe start by just uh, telling us a little bit about yourself, and uh, we'll go from there. Oh, um, hi. How is everybody doing? I've uh, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Uh, about myself, well, I kind of was surfing the fringe of reality for the longest time, back and forth from the establishment. The establishment's always offered hypocrisy, and that's something that just rubbed me raw. You know, hypocrites and me. Now we're always uh, in some ways, some form. So. You know, I, I was kind of like lost in reality. And then one day somebody told me that there was fluoride in the water. And I'd already spoken to my grandfather about all that stuff. And so I, I already knew what fluoride did. And so I, I did a fact-finding mission. And on the in that midst of fact-finding, I, I saw Alex Jones. And wow, you know, you never seen anybody come forward with such authenticity in their voice. You know, and I'm always listening for tone for... Uh, inflection and lies and stuff like that seeing how people handle themselves and this guy was just like there's no way it was scripted you know it was all it was all it was just it was poetry uh, stream of consciousness and he was able to get out all the facts and i was just listening but it's still at the same time i was still deeply rooted in my leftist ideology you know because i was part of the herd as much as i didn't want to be but you know kind of like it's kind of like you know, just walking in the cold, you, you want to be warm, but you, you get cold too. Um, so uh, I did some research and come to find out that everything that he was saying, because I, I was I was kind of searching for a topic to talk about in a book, you know, and I didn't really know what this, but this guy just, I, it was just like a, a great idea. It's like, I can write a book about nuts on the internet. <laughs> and so... But unfortunately, um, Alex was 100% right. And so in the process of listening to Alex, he's uh, always going about you know, the activism and the 3D world, what we can do when you are the resistance. And I agree 100%. Like, um, 
not because I used to be a leftist, but because I know that public opinion and um, in great crowds and great masses, you know, it, it affects history. You know, it's done it before. Whether or not it can get co-opted later on down the pipe, that's that's, you know, out of our hands. We just have to instill in the next generation, you know, what to look for. But, you know, I just thought that, you know, let's let's get our voices out in the street. So I joined the We Are Change stuff that Luke Radowski had set up nationwide back in the day. And then when Ron Paul ran for president in 2012, not in 2009, like uh, what I said, uh, I became a delegate. Um, I was a Republican uh, PCO in the 17th district. So I just kind of like, you know, put my, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get as many people aware as possible, not necessarily about, you know, politics. You know, I don't really care about politics because that's 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 nothing that I, I have any control about. What what really concerns me is our lack of informed consent and the the obliteration of the human genome in real time. That stuff is that's alarming. It's and, it's insanely alarming. Yes, it is. And and it's all about, you know, just people's lack of information or their their normalcy bias to misinformation and how they've been programmed and triggered because, you know, there's so many layers of psyop that these people are indoctrinated under. It's just going to take, like, what do you do? How do you brand survival to each individual? And so I just went on a journey trying to figure out how to do that. That's me. You uh, it, you uh, mentioned the fluoride in the water. Was that your was that your uh, your epiphany that your moment that uh, or what what was your? I always like to ask uh, ask my guests. You know where was that moment? When was the moment you realized that uh, you know that it wasn't just a theory that it was you know that it was that it was happening? What what was that? What was that moment? When I connected the dots in my head that it couldn't have been happenstance. And when you when it was the fluoride, because that's heinous, you know, mm-hmm. uh, robbing people of their human potential. Now, think about that. You know, just wrap your mind about it. I mean, you're you're just. Oh, yeah. You know, there's no I don't even think we can calculate the losses we've endured already. But, you know, to me, it was like, holy crap, you're you're poisoning children. You're you're. You're killing grandpa. You're killing grandma. You, you, what are, what's going on? And you have to have known this is happening, and it, it's all for profits. And then when you find out that the concentration camp victims in Nazi Germany were also fluoridated, and you start yeah. piecing the the pieces together and connecting the dots, and you know, and um, you know, I think that that was it when I confirmed that it was done uh, deliberately. And I had spoken yeah. to many people, and you know, I, I'm I'm a, I'm an average Joe. You know, um, you can't, you, there's not, uh, there's no schools in this world that have taught me other than the streets, you know, just right. and, um, but I'm smart enough to know how to read an MSDS sheet. And, um, and so that, that right there, when I got more and more people giving me the confidence to pursue this, because it, it is serious and it is happening and we're, you know, you start learning how to swim through the gaslight because <laughs> gaslight. 100% all the way through. And, and, and a lot of people probably fall to the wayside because their argument isn't as strong as the gaslight is. And, right. and so, yeah, I think it was the fluoride and then the chemtrails on top of it. That was probably the next big thing. But, you know, I just went down the list and confirmed it all to be true. And then, you know, then it be just came put up or shut up. 
you you do a you do a lot of man on the street uh, pieces. What what are some as far as the takeaway, the overall takeaway, um, reality versus your perception of it going into it? Um, or is there anything that sticks out to you um, as far as just you know the the general public where they are in, in this in this walking dream that everybody's in? Uh, walking dream. I, <laughs> I, I I mean, they're fully immersed in it. They um, are. Yeah, they're fully immersed, and um, it's like it's like how the Matrix describes it. You know, they're they're agents uh, and notice just to defend the system and it's the system that they identify with they they are human beings in the system that's all they know and you know i have a lot of pity for that because when you love your captor and you allow yourself to be sacrificed to that you know that just means you're truly lost i mean there's a lot of negative emotions that come to defending that position that they have but still you know you have to i mean they're they're americans you know, they're human beings, you know, I was once one of them, you know, I was once like, yeah. you know, poisoning myself, you know, willy nilly thinking that, you know, a little bit of here, a little bit there, you know, it's, you know, it's, come on, it's harmless, you know, thinking, sure. buying the, the boomer, because the boomers, you know, they really set the boomers up and their indoctrination was really powerful, at least where I was growing up. And so I had no hope until... I found out that there was fluoride in the water because there's no fluoride in the water in Portland, Oregon at all. And we know why. And so, um, yeah, once I found that out, that was pretty much my linchpin because I, as, um, as the average show that I am, I spent a lot of time working at grocery stores and just, you know, having a lot of interaction with pretty much a lot of the public. And sure. a lot of the public act the same way. They eat the same foods. You know, they have the same emotions. They're eating the same foods. And it dawned on me that it was just like this mass poisoning through the food supply. You know, that's always been my big thing. You know, back before Trump and, you know, the, um, you know, COVID and all that other madness and stuff like that. You know, there was always GMOs. There was always Monsanto. There was glyphosates. There was, you know, that stuff to, to, to rally people behind. And that's what I was trying to get, you know, it's not politics, you know. Being in a concentration camp, that's not a political stance. You know, we're just in a concentration camp. And you could either think that it's, you know, harmless and die or because, you know, one, there wasn't enough. There wasn't a bridge that, for people to cross because that's kind of what I want to build is a bridge, you know, of ideas because I'm not so different from them and they're not so different from me. It's just we have to build that kind of, you know, connection neuron network you know, between both factions to figure out how to climb ourselves out of it. Because I don't want to fight my, I don't want to like spend 20 years fighting Americans because of all this bullshit. Sure. I don't think it does. And, you know, the, we're the largest standing army right now. We just don't know it. You know, as far as like human beings ever to walk the earth, the, the, the population that has been lied to and manipulated and poisoned has is the largest standing army ever you know we just don't have the weaponry but we definitely have the numbers right right uh you you mentioned uh uh the nazis and uh the concentration camps uh i've heard you talk a lot about nuremberg and uh you know with informed consent and uh you know, I, I, I agree 100% um, that uh, a, a Nuremberg 2.0, uh, 
uh, is where we should be headed. Uh, one of the most alarming things uh, to me, it's not the nukes, man. It is uh, that the fact, Tim, that we're getting no coverage that the Biden administration paid millions of dollars, millions of dollars uh, up and down the line to influencers, to you know, media outlets, legacy media, all to push this narrative. Um, and that is the that that is the the linchpin you know moment for me where where you know we truly are far beyond anything Orwell uh, could could imagine or or Huxley. I mean we're 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 there, dude. We're we're past it. And I don't I don't know that there's a point of return. You know you talk about you know everybody together. Yeah, no, I don't believe there is a point of no return. I I, yeah. don't, I don't believe, and I don't want to go back. I don't. Yeah, I, I, we want to go back to that mediocrity and that I mean, they just kept feeding us the same like what 10 songs 10 movies over and over again until we just basically gave up and it broke our will right you know uh you know we're, my kids and your kids and their kids are going to always be subjected to what the newest star wars newest marvel thing just enough to keep us bedazzled you know that's not life you know that's imprisonment that's not creativity. That's just that. That's just like a daycare center of like some wicked. You know, it's just. I don't want to go to the system that they decided to build around us. You know, I know that we're far better uh, once we're not toxic. I uh, I I, I kind of see it as a as a as a cancer, Tim, and and I I think a lot of people have have related to it. You know that, but you know there there was a point. See, I I I enjoyed the pop culture growing up as a kid. I I enjoyed the you know the thought of of being a, a hero of, and you know that because of the fact that it was awesome, or did you enjoy it because of the fact that that was the only thing there? I, you know, I one thing that rang true with me always, and because it was awesome, was that freedom is the right of all sentient beings. Optimus Prime. I think, you know, when 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 you get to that point, um, you know, I, I think that's the message if we're instilling something in kids. That, but you know, but then again, there's a lot. There's there's a whole nother show that we could talk about with how they relax the laws and we're we're allowing you know to push propaganda to to kids through marketing and everything and television shows. Yeah, that's a whole nother rabbit trail. Like but they set it up. I mean, there was. I mean, there's there's definitely a historical marker for everything that they've done that leads us up to today. But they like to brag. And, um, you know, one thing that I like even now, I, I was on the American Journal uh, as a call in. I talked to Harrison about uh, some predictive programming and you mentioned the food and the GMOs. Well, um, you know, in in Logan, um, you know, I don't doesn't sound like you watch much of it, but they like to talk about it uh, up to the point where they talk about how they put how, what actually killed all these, you know, uh, you know, literal super beings among men were the was the food that they ate, what they put in the food that they ate. You know, not a shot was fired. You know, no no epic battle, no snap of a finger. Just just take your next bite. They waited it out. They knew how long it would take, and they waited it out. But but that spirit that is behind all of that, we know what Hollywood is, and we know what kind of spirit is behind that. So if we look at that 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 well, you know, and this came out this came out years before everything unfolded of what we've seen over the last few years. So 
when when we see that and they they talk about the the you know what they're the the nanotech that they're putting in the food and then and then you know years later you look back on it and you think my god they 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 told us this and we didn't even see it well we weren't it wasn't supposed to be a message to like hey we're we're going to deal with this i mean we weren't conditioned they just they didn't tell us i mean they told us and we we have adopted their language in that i mean it, that's them telling us, but really, that's just a damn movie that I watched, you know, right. and I didn't expect that I was going to have to, like, like, what, you're going to, what? Uh, wait, no, that was just a damn movie I watched. Exactly. Told you. No, 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 I don't care what you think you did, but this is wrong, and no, no, we told you. No, no, you did not. We didn't vote on this. This was exactly. a formal discussion. We sat in the dark and laughed our asses off at a movie. That's not, that's not informed consent. Sure. That's, you know, like right there. I mean, that's the that's the the dog training that they put us under. And, you know, we've kind of adapted their language in a sense where, the, you know, they they do tell us. But how are we supposed to build a defense against a movie? I, I think collectively we've even gotten to the part. I mean, when you have people like Klaus Schwab, you know, sitting up there openly talking about what is happening. You know, I, I, I we've gone to the point that, like I said, it's it's. Uh, they 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 just want to flaunt it at this point uh you know it's it is uh it, it's just uh it's it's the 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 treasure it's their you know it's what it's they're basking in all this glory and all this power but it's man it's it, it's it's bad news when when the the zombies actually turn i've i've seen that part of the sci-fi uh thriller as well and when the zombies actually turn and the eaters are on you and it and it's going to be and I, I i just uh i can't believe that we're here man i i can't believe that that it's i mean i knew that it was coming everybody you know if if you uh you know regardless of of what faith you have i mean everybody has some kind of scenario but uh i i just you know I, it's just kind of surreal to actually see that we're here tim and uh but you know, you uh, always supposed to be here. It was a self fulfilling prophecy. Absolutely. So let's let's talk about uh, you know talking about the the gates of hell um, and the foundation. Uh, there's been some cracks in the foundation, uh, you know, with Melinda Gates and uh, so so. I mean, what talk about talk about the hammering that you do there, and you are a hammer. Uh, so talk about, uh, you know, that specifically and, uh, you know, give us some, some, some uh, just some frontline experience, some frontline. Uh, uh. Well, the the conception of this was that I had so much effect with the bullhorn against Antifa. And it was, I mean, they really just don't like the truth being just spat in their face louder than they are. Right. And, and so I figured down that same pipe, you know, um, you know, I couldn't really engage Antifa at a certain point. They became so mad, so violent that, it, you know, any type of interaction with them, you know, was like, you know, I, I could have been killed. You know, and a lot of people that were engaging with Antifa in Seattle, uh, we did it regularly every week. You know, we, we got them arrested every week for like five weeks in a row before Chaz even became anything. And then. You know, so that was my main focus in Seattle because I wanted to get it cleaned up. And then all of a sudden, Event 201 happened. And uh, it was right after Chaz. And there was a lot of, like, aftermath after Chaz. It was kind of like, a like why do you, why go to a smoldering crater? Right. You know, 
you know, it's no point, you know, let them pick up the pieces for a while and see how they, how they come back uh, in, in their community. And it seems to be just as dirty as it was before, but, you know, it, a little bit cleaned up, it's a little safer. Um, side story behind that, um, we did a March for Freedom uh, chalk walk. We've been spreading this COVID truth throughout Seattle. Uh, we don't give Seattle much leeway. You know, we're always in one neighborhood or the next, every city um, around or, you know, every week. Uh, just uh, spreading the facts, making sure that the cognitive distance doesn't really take hold, or at least our, we're trying to at least, you know. And we went through Capitol Hill, and they were, they were pretty violent. They were probably the second violent neighborhood um, in Seattle, Ballard being first. But a lot of the Seattle police officers came up and just shook my hand, and they said, thank you very much for your help last year and i i'm like yeah no problem you know and the only reason why i think they did that is because i made antifa riot with the bullhorn we'd march on we do unpermitted marches in Chaz when before it was Chaz, and i made them riot basically every week and get them arrested and the cops got a really good uh taste of what antifa was so i think that that's what it was but then once Chaz hit and in event 201 had happened, um, I was, I was, I was effing livid, you know, I was, I knew Gates was connected, you know, and I knew that the paper would all come out and I knew that the researchers around the world were going to, you know, pull them apart, you know, but I, he was in my city and, right. and I was, I was just effing livid at the time. And I was just like, you know what, this is what we need to do. We just need to stage a protest and, you know, maybe create some noise uh, for the world and give them a, a hoorah about what's going on in the world, like kind of like light a torch, you know, and get people active because it was going to get a lot worse when they started talking about lockdowns and you knew the forced vaccinations were going to happen because the liberals were going to have such a, a, a visceral reaction and, and, you know, in fear. They're already traumatized and, you know, they're already primed for uh, after the riots. They'd already been so hyped up. That's what like the Nazis did with uh, sure. uh, their uh, torch riots or their torch marches, right? You know, they so make a march in hype. And with torches, and so they were they were ready to go. And so event two hundred one happened, and then COVID stuff. And so I just set off with the bullhorn in front of the Gates Foundation and made a big sign with all the talking points, hoping that people would show up for discussion. I mean, I'm always trying to project myself onto people, thinking that common sense would win out. You know, oh by the way, there's already a, an opposing narrative. Uh, what are you saying? You know, but no, it was more like a visceral hatred because it was right wing this, right wing that. You know, I already I could see it in their eyes, a lot of middle fingers. Right. Uh, and and that's, so, go ahead. That that's that's been the thing too. Is is they can't they can't argue the the point. It's not that the point we have is valid. They have to go after some type of perceived imperfection within us that you know our our ideology. Oh, it's it's right wing, like you said, and and that that's that's where we hit that programming, that that block. Exactly, it is a programmed response. Good good call because I think what happens is is that once they see that the programming over television has already rewired their minds, so they're not thinking. You're just going off of synapses and like already installed muscle memory, yeah. muscle memory. Yeah, so you know it becomes like their parents for for whatever television show, and a lot of. Like a lot of the the workforce does that, man. They just act like the TV character that they they love the most. It's it's retarded. So, um, yeah, I just I just set off and 
I mean, especially after Alex dropped that interview with um, Dr. Francis Boyle about the gain of function research. Right. And on labs and I already knew the Gates was connected to that because Jones had already covered that information back in 2016, 2017, 2015 when it was happening fresh. You know, and you know, with researchers like myself, apparently we get a lot of we get a lot. There's a huge network of people just sending information left and right. You know, and we're always we're always getting these information, these articles, trying to save it on our bookmarks, trying to, you know, like, oh, this is going to come in handy later on. Watch. And, you know, so we sure. knew. We knew and I, I just decided to keep going like I was just wanted to keep going. Uh, the worse it got, the harder it got for people, the death toll, the TikTok nurses really drove me nuts, man. That was so hard. I mean, yeah. I think it was the TikTok nurses that put me over the edge. Like, I, I, you know, no, you know, nobody gets a victory lap here. Uh, you know, there's something there's got to be something I can do. And so I've got this loud bullhorn. And or I got two of them now, but I had that loud bullhorn that, you know, had such an effect over Antifa. So I figured I would just, you know, show up and start ranting on the mic, you know. And after a while, I didn't really want because I I'm pretty angry when I get on the bullhorn and I'm engaging with the left, you know, because it's it's very irritating. You know, it comes out, you know, and, and so after a while, I was just like, well, I'm going to stop ranting on the bullhorn and I'm just going to play what they need to know. Right. And. So I just started playing full interviews, videos, mostly Greg Reese, because Greg Reese, you know, he's hitting like dingers every time. And, yeah. you know, I'll play him like five video, you know, five times in a row, six times in a row and pick. And then I started reading the Nuremberg Code, you know, because, you know, it's it's really nice to have a human being read that to you. Right. Oh, And I'm trying to reach out to him. You know, I'm not trying to alienate myself. I'm not trying to pointed out and just trying to make them think and you know the Nuremberg code is so essential you know it's you know it's literally international law you know I, I think it's it's got more power to it than the constitution and it comes from that same line where a bunch of people got together and figured out what they needed to say you know put it on paper make sure that nobody else could do anything and but we all yeah so when when that went out the door you know with people and they didn't realize it you know it just I don't know man uh, zombie world, right? Clown world, you know, they all acquiesce their human rights. Um, and so come what may, I'm just going to keep going back. And then I started getting a lot of feedback and stuff from people around the world, uh, at least in America, a couple of people from India, and they were just stoked that right. somebody's there. And, yeah. and so uh, that's why I'm doing it is because it, there's got to be at least one person. I agree, man. And, and that's, uh, you know that that's the thing is at at this point that I think added this whole COVID thing. I guess you had mentioned your your point, your stress points, and everything like that, and where when it, it got so crazy for you. But I think one of the biggest things for me, one of the hardest things for me, was was once I realized what had happened, that it was a psychological operation. Uh, you know that that mask that the, you know I couldn't do the mask. I just I, I couldn't. I, 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 you know, it was 
I, I snapped on an old lady near Christmas time going into a, a, a Coles or something like that. And, uh, I, you know, I, I had to stop myself once I walked through, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I kind of had to deescalate and say, you know, is it, this isn't me. This is I can't allow this to happen to me. I just have to say no and face it then. I can't, you know, worry about that specter of, oh, my God, what if they get mad? Let's just let's just take off the mask. Let's just say, fuck you. And then let's uh, let's let's cross that bridge if I have to come to it. But, uh, you know, it, over it, man. I mean, I had a, they they trapped me. I mean, I was like, I don't sleep well. And so right. I woke up with a pretty big headache and I just didn't want to go to work. You know, it's just like, no, I'm going, I'm calling and I got a headache. And they said that that was a symptom. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. What do I got to do? And so I tricked my way into getting a COVID test within an hour. And, you know, because you literally just show up in line and you fill out the application. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to, that's what I did. You know, right. and then I just gave them the order number and they just gave me the test. I was like, all right. Uh, of course, it came back negative because I don't have COVID, you know, but then I was like, well, now I've got the Willy Wonka golden ticket. You know, let's because <laughs> how do you refute my logic here? And this is all just a, uh, it's an IQ test, man. It's an IQ right. test. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's, a, it's a test of will. And and I'm like, all right, because they're not going to break me. Never. I'm not yeah. going to be. I'm always going to swim upstream no matter, uh-oh, whatever, what happened? I'm here. Oh, I don't know. Oh, you yeah, good? No, yeah, no, there we go. Um, I just now seen your video. So I'm always going to try to swim upstream and uh, make sure that um, I feel good inside about my efforts. You know, right. fuck y'all, you know? And so I took the mask off and they started yelling at me and I'm like, look, it's not even really enforced because if I don't speak ink, because there's a lot of Mexicans there, you know, migrant workers, and, um, you know, and I'm like, they're, they're not wearing their masks. And some of them are like strapping it on their face as tight as they can, you know, just Below like, the nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. And double mask. And everybody that was masked, all the mask Nazis got COVID. And so when I put, pulled mine down, they're like, company policy. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, company policy. And I'm like, well, but can I read the policy, please? Like, no, but it's company policy. <laughs> All right. Well, I tell you what, if you could just show me the company policy so I can read it where I have to wear a mask, even though I'm not sick, you know, then uh, we'll proceed from here. And he just goes, well, the CDC guideline. And I'm like, um, yeah, that's retarded. Well, see, I, I and she fired me. She literally said, "Get out!" I'm like, "Man, oh. I, it's it's in, in history. We we've gone we've gotten to the point, Tim, where we, uh, you know, are being handed over by the government." Two corporations and and the the president of the United States literally pressured corporations to in turn pressure us. Does that make sense? <laughs> you know, uh, that, I mean, we, it's yeah. I mean, who owns who? You know, and and so it, it, again, it's it, it is an IQ test. It's a matter of uh, it's a matter of just having that will to to be the last one standing, like you said to. Uh, to you know just to uh to keep to keep going but uh it, you know it strike i'm gonna french kiss that bitch you know i i mean it's whatever i mean it's just like right. whatever why why give up why give so, up well let's talk about this now um you know we have a lot of people that are supposed to to protect uh you know our our society our, our, you know, our buildings, our businesses, our homes, our families, you know, people with jobs that are elected and, and hired to do these things. 
and that's that's where it, that's the first breakdown and and where uh, you know I I feel that was the first bridge that was sabotaged is that the people who normally would stand up to this kind of shit you had mentioned Antifa and you know it's all about taking out the support groups and if you don't take out the support groups then this Hydra has another tentacle um, right. and and that was our that was the first thing is we allowed our 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 you know people who who aren't even you know they they speak in german dialectic <laughs> when they speak you know when they they have that thick austrian accent and that's thick hungarian accent yeah, yeah, and they yeah, they are controlling I'm our government i'm working on a good Klaus schwab that's going to blow everybody away <laughs> but but and and that's the thing brother is is that you know this is all premeditated. You mentioned, uh, you know, event 201. That that was that was the 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 dry run. That was the war game. That was as as all this kicked off. For people who don't know, event 201, you know, was was their basic war game for you know for what we saw unfold with COVID. Down to the down to the tweets that were that social media influencers. Yeah, and absolutely. so, and people don't know that. People don't understand that. Um, but yeah, and I think the Lives Gates Foundation has a good understanding after a while because it was like six months of me just bullhorning right. scamdemic one. I mean, I was putting full documentaries over the bullhorn and just walking around and driving around, you know, making sure that it was heard. I and think I got, Melinda, I think Melinda knows the name Tim Lathman. She might. And uh, uh, I that's fine. You know, I, and I'm, if I had anything to do with that, then uh, right. that's, that's good to know. Um, I mean, I mean, you know, it. I, it she knows. <laughs> I mean, she knows the name Jeffrey Epstein, and we know that she knows that. And so, you know. Well, I mean, honestly, dude, I've been expecting a drone strike or a strike team to show up and just snuff me out. I mean, I don't know why they haven't done it yet. I mean, whether that I've earned respect and I'm a player on the field, because you know, uh, here's a hint, everybody. Um, the more you get in the arena the more you have your enemies respect and the less they fuck with you. Yeah. Okay. They fuck with the normies. They fuck with the people that they can fuck with because they can fuck with them. But if you don't, if you're in the arena and you can't really be fucked with, not only do you gain the respect of the local protection, the police, but you get the protection, you get their protection. And that's, Absolutely. that's that I think that I have acquired is that I have a little bit of protection in the city. You know, I've, you know, right. so, I haven't gone around and tried to trash the city. We've just been, we've been peaceful. We were like Gandhi up in this. You're country. known by your fruits. You are known by your fruits. And so, you know, hey. You know, um, it's, it's making leftists uh, triggered is something I'm, I, I love to do. I love to do. I love to push buttons because I know that there's a button to push and I want to push it to where we come, we meet in the middle because I don't want to have a disagreement. We all have a good opinion. We can all have difference of opinions, but when we're led astray and we have like, because human beings have this competitive edge to it where conflict and drama arise. And there's no point, especially in these types of situations. So I was telling Antifa back when, remember that punch that Rufio knocked out that dude? This is, this is, this is my, my genesis is when the, there was a, there was a huge rally in Portland right after Rufio knocked that dude out because, you know, the nation thought that Proud Boys needed protection or they needed more numbers because Antifa was just incredibly embarrassed and we knew that they doubled down. We knew sure. they doubled down. So 
we did a in your face rally and stuff and we brought a bullhorn and it both crowds were passive you know we were just you know talking about amongst ourselves and stuff like that and my friend jason disappeared and he went to go dance with tiny and uh rufio and all those guys and i just had this bullhorn and i just started on my crowd across the street and before I knew it, they'd turn into a murderous mob just by hearing the truth. My just my hearing my pleas. I'm like, come to your senses. I was once one of you. Look at what's going on. You know, who's you know, Koi Bono, who stands to gain from all this? Right. You don't you you're just being useful fucking idiots like I was at one point in time, but do you know anything about the Federal Reserve? You know, stuff like that. You know, uh, and it just like I was like, wow, this is effective. And, and I was like, I got to the point where I asked, let's just see how, how murderous you've become. And I realized it. And so I tried to walk across the street and all of a sudden 500 people came at me. You know, it was just like a whole sidewalk moved like a, an army, uh, a, a bunch of army ants. And uh, I was like, wow, it works. You know, so they're not, they're not, um, they don't have control of themselves. We can, right. we can, we can make them act. They can show up, but then there, then there are puppets for the world to see. So let me ask you this: uh, You know, you sound like you have your ear to the, you know, to the to the ground there with, with Antifa. Uh, have they changed? Has, has the has? I mean, are there cracks? You know, the uh, I mean, or is it still? Uh, do they do they now see what all this? You know, this shit that they have been promoting all, all this time has has gotten us to this this literal hell on earth that you know are they enjoying their six dollar a gallon gas and everything like that is do they love it um, yes they don't want an america they are hired they, they get paid off the side though and see antifa's got a little uh international support they've got the UN. oh yeah so uh yeah i think they are happy as long as the the agenda continues they're not they're employed so, you know, there's a, there's job security and just being Antifa. And the ones that are showing up still, you have to account, you, you have to factor in that they're probably murderous scum at this point that mm -hmm. are totally committed and there's no hope, you know, uh, if they're showing up with, in an Antifa garb. Because the world, you know, has a way of showing itself. And if you can't see it, especially now, I mean, wow. Right. Yeah. Uh, you, wow. You know, what was it almost 800,000 dead you know millennials are dying at at rates that they've yeah i mean and that's that's all them so if they're seeing their friends die from covid and they're still putting on the black mask and shit and saying you know death to america you know no, you know all that stuff so i mean yeah um i would expect them to be just as dangerous as a a soldier with orders that has no no um because, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's this retribution if they don't act in the in the crowd. I mean, I'm sure that there's handlers watching them, you know, making sure. So, I mean, if the soldier doesn't obey orders, what happens to them? Well, they're, they're accountable. They're, they're held yeah. accountable. They, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the type of uh, mentality I think that they have. They're very. Gotcha. They were radicalized in 2017. You know, we couldn't talk them down. You know, there was nothing to really, nothing had really happen. You know, George Floyd riots hadn't even happened yet. It was just a, a discussion about, you know, ideology and stuff. And we're just trying to point out how stupid they were. But they were more focused on just, you know, social issues to roust up a civil war. That's all right. they wanted to do, just, just fire. 
I mean, was it was it sort of? I, I, and uh, forgive me, I'm I'm not an expert on it, but the, the was it sort of a, a I guess a another Arab Spring only? You know, I mean, I guess the social technology, the the everything like that. I mean, it seems to me like the same blueprint maybe was was applied here. Uh, I mean, does did, would would you say that that's? I would correct? say it was Spring. It's okay. a coordinated effort to take down in, uh, infrastructure and replace it. See, and 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 that's what gets me, Tim. I mean, we have, you know, it, it's again, it's not a theory at all. It it you can actually look and see that it's happening. Um, you know, the way that it was organized. That again, the 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 event two hundred ones, the uh, agenda twenty ones, the agenda twenty thirties, the all the white papers Alex has talked about over the years. I mean. Uh, you know, that's that's actually, you know, you can't deny that science. It's it's right there in front of you. And so, you know, to to sit here and say that this somehow isn't happening to people um, again and, and call us conspiracy theorists, throw it, throw it all under that blanket and, and whistle past the graveyard. I mean, it's uh, I, 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 to me, I think it's kind of old and. Um, well, yeah. You still need something to say that that keeps them out of the arena. Well, you're in the 3D arena, and and that's see because the digital the digital reach doesn't it doesn't really work I anymore. Uh, oh, you know this five thousand followers, and you spend a month and a half trying to figure out how to get them back. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. Like, who? who you know what? Jesus, Jesus had just Jesus had 12 or, or 13 or, you know, loyal followers. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, and I'm not saying that I'm Jesus, but but, you know, it, it's going to happen. You're going to truth is going to truth is going to find an ear. You just have to you just have to voice it. You just have to say it. And you're in the 3D arena. They can't shadow ban that, you know, yeah, that's the whole thing is, is that we're, we're trying to focus locally. I mean, it's great to talk about national politics because it, it, it doesn't really have the, the bite, you know, and being local, right. And it's all work, you know, I'm working six days a week now, sure. uh, just put posters and promoting stuff and going to meetings and stuff. It's a lot of work and it, it, it's consuming. And, but, you know, you realize that you're becoming a part of a new government or a new understanding uh, where we're not going to be thrown in the wood chipper. You know, I, I have hope. I can see like this little small sliver of like sunlight on the horizon in my mind because right. we're putting effort, you know, we're, we're, we're advancing towards that, that, that goal, you know, um, America it's got so many problems. Like the global infrastructure is so fucked up. Oh, it's so fucked up, you know? And oh, yeah. I think the way to solve it is, you know, like the best, you know, but, you know, let's go back to the predictive programming. Um, when in B for Vendetta, when everybody, he mailed out all the masks, you know, and he made everybody show up and he, he somehow encouraged people to show up, but they didn't have to at the same time they're in the mask and you know so it's weird how you were supposed to figure out how a way to do that or is that like in fact because a lot of people are sitting on their asses waiting for jesus and a lot of people are sitting on their asses thinking that their guns are going to save them and i'm like damn i mean they're just advancing towards us to where they can just they can hem you in a box and you can't do anything about it and shut off your food supply and nobody's coming yeah absolutely what? 
you know, and you you waste we've wasted like time is more precious than Bitcoin. It's so it's so gold right now because we still have an opportunity to form a large maw of fucking human beings. And this is what this is in my brain, like a Boston Tea Party everywhere, everywhere. Literally, I mean, we're done. Be done with eugenics. Be done with the new world order. And and that's that's that that's kind of like where I'm trying to get people at, you know. You know, I I think I think it's it's important. I want to know, and and this is something that uh, you know, in, in just kind of preparing for the talk with you, I want to know if my local television station, I want to know who in my state of West Virginia took Biden money to promote um, how safe these vaccines are. I I need names at this point, and and then I want I want to give them. I don't want to harm anybody, but I I want to give them to my attorney general. I I think you know I want to give them. Your attorney general also took money, so that's the whole point. Um, there has to be, we have to come up with legislation, some sort of like anti-immunity legislation that that makes this all go away because they're all like pointing the finger at the other person thinking that, it, you know, as long as it's, you know, this finger pointing, it's something won't get done. I mean, I mean, where was where was the conversation, um, you know, anywhere in, in in the House? You know, where did the, where did the people's representatives ever talk about the, you know, all of these agreements that we signed just so everybody could take an experimental jab? All of these. But that's the experimental emergency authorization. That's what gave them all this carte blanche bullshit. Yeah. And it doesn't work. I mean, it's just words no. put on paper. It doesn't work. If you're not going to honor the Constitution, words put on paper. And I don't have to honor your nothing EAD. is valid on paper, you know, simple as that. And so you don't have immunity. So, you know, if I don't have human rights, you don't have immunity. That's how this yeah. works, you know, yeah. pretty much. And, you know, so, and I think that's the most American thing I can think of right now to say is, is if we don't have our constitution, you don't have immunity, you know? Right. What, no. What's Roger Stone say? We're, we're either a, a, a nation of laws or we're in a nation of men. Uh, or, or something like that. I mean, uh, uh, it, 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 it's, uh, they're not, not playing by the rules. Laws. We're not a nation of men, we're a nation of laws. Yeah. 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 And, and it's true. And, you know, I, and the, like the fluoride thing is the big, it's like, for me, it's like going back as far as I can in history, pointing it out to the leftists. I mean, and it works. Tell you, you know, if you guys wanted to brush up on your fluoride facts and figure out how heinous it was, like trying to talk your, your liberal friend off the tree of uh, COVID and Ukraine, you know, talk about what's happening to them, you know, so relate back what, to them. What does, what does somebody look for, uh, you know, in a, in a, in a city council meeting or, you know, when, when they're, when they want to go in and they want to talk about fluoride and, and everything, I mean, what are the things activists should know? People are, who are hearing this and, and going, oh, shit, fluoride. They should know about the JAMA reports done. They should know about the medical studies done in 2012, where it shows an IQ point reduction. It shows that it's a cancer causer. They can show that it uh, causes renal fa failure, liver failure, uh, organ damage. You know, there's all these uh, intended side effects that it does. And it's done on purpose. You know, it's priming the body for sickness. And as I understand it, Tim, it isn't, isn't um, you know, the acceptance of fluoride into the water system tied to other money? and things like that as well yeah, i mean kickbacks so. and stuff like that the water district manager probably gets kickbacks the they don't have to house the toxic waste because 
the way it was described to me, uh, this documentary's pointed out, uh, especially the the best one to watch, get you know, get some facts on it is um, the Great Culling, you know, and, and it goes over the water fluoridation coming out of uh, Florida, mm-hmm. you know, and not fluoride comes out of Florida, but because um, it's you know th- there's a lot of fluoride next to phosphate, and so whenever you're getting phosphates, you're getting fluoride. By the way, so that's why they say phthalate free. That's a form of phosphate. That's also okay. a form of fluoride. So, you know, look for that stuff. But um, I just I just dove into the chemical things, you know, the, the, the worst case. Okay, so it's not just fluoride. It's hydrohexafluorosilic acid. And that's a brand name like Pepsi Cola is a brand name for, you know, whatever concoction comes out. And then right. you just put it in and say Pepsi Cola. But it's also a brand name. So sodium fluoride is a brand name, right? Sure. For hydrohexafluorosilic acid, which you don't want to put in your water. Nobody wants to put hydrohexafluorosilic acid in your water because so but fluoride is supposed to be good for your teeth and so doctors have been going along with this psyop of poisoning the public for their health for since then right you know well they've been doing it with cigarettes they've been doing whatever they get paid to do they've done it with eggs and milk and and butter I mean, you know, for for the American Heart Association I mean you know uh, that's a whole yeah. nother a whole nother uh, episode there <laughs> but i'm saying rockefeller destroyed medicine and health yeah and dollar. before we were born he didn't wait we were born so i mean that's what i mean that's the america i i want to go back to is before the rockefellers you know i don't care if you know if it's lights out or you know but we can't do lights out because like jones is saying jones is 100 percent correct when he says that the if the power plants go off once the grid goes down, because they're tied to the electrical system, their backup generators are. Most of them are. And if they're not, they only have 40 hours of backup fuel. on hand. Yeah. 40 hours before meltdown after grid failure. Right. <laughs> so here's here's to Alex was right. You know, 100 uh, percent. I'll drink to that. You know, it's, that's what happens when a power plant goes that's down. It. You know, it goes boom, and you're we're all downwind. And I think that was like I I wrapped Ed with uh, Trump. It's like, why isn't he doing? Why isn't he arresting anybody? I'm like, you know, you know how much deadfall shit they could do to us right now. Yeah. You know, if they if like he started moving on them, all they'd have to do is blow up the power plant that it sits on New York City. You know, where all his family is. You know, and they would do some stuff like that because I think they did that with Fukushima in order to prime the public for the sickness. 10 years sure. down the road. Right. You know, I, Fukushima was definitely an ELE, false flag, new world order weapon. I'm sorry, but all the research shows all of it. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, to hear them talk about the survivability of nuclear war and, um, you know, the just just every all, all the crazy shit that just that just every day I, I just wake up and I always wonder, what's it going to be today? What, what's what's the, the next survive a nuclear weapon has only watched television and they haven't done the research. Um, It's, it's, you've got, all right. So the lifespan of, all right, let's do some math. The Russians trained uh, the mitigators. um, Forgot their name. They had a specific name. uh, The Chernobyl workers, the Chernobyl 500. They trained these dudes for three weeks to do five minutes worth of work. And a lot of them died just after exposure. Fukushima is a thousand times hotter 
right. as far as radioactivity than that. So what what Jap- what Japan has been doing is it, it's been kidnapping all the homeless. The yakuza have been taking all the homeless off the streets and then been making them work at Fukushima, wow. mopping stuff up. You know, making sure that all the valves are dry. Because when you have a wet valve, it causes. Because here's the thing, and this is what this is going to go a little bit where you didn't didn't know it was going to go, but, but like no, it's cool. Population control and population elimination. You know, things like Fukushima with them storing the all the the storage water. Right. You know, they've they've got water tank uh, tank farms across the entire complex now, and they're they're running out of room. And they're running out of time because the radiation eats the metal. And so eventually these things are going to just start popping. Mm. Radiation is going to go through. And so they've been just using homeless people in order to just do, you know, suicide maintenance jobs. Sure. You know, know, and that's why I want to, because that's fucking evil, isn't it? That's pretty evil. So I think that, that, but I think that that's what Barack Obama should do. I think that after the crimes against humanity trials go off and they're all found guilty, if we all came to our senses, like um, we should, that we should sentence them to, I mean, if we don't want to kill them, you know, because like, oh, you know, whatever. Fine. Send them to Fukushima and give them a mop bucket. And, uh, <laughs> done with it. you know, and let them have their, let them have their last two weeks of life because that's yeah. what will happen to most life after two weeks. You're done. Yeah. Dirty bombs like nuclear power plants that's contained concentrated isotopes. You're not your, your isotopes aren't being consumed in a gamma blast. You know, they linger. Not only do they linger, they pick up and they travel with you. Not only do they do that, but the winds pick them up. They put them on trees. And when trees burn down, they redisperse. It's like you a know. hot knife through butter, basically, isn't it? I mean. Ever. When, Forever. Uh, yeah. Tiny hot knife. Like, yeah. yeah. Almost almost as tiny as the, uh, the, the uh, spike protein in the COVID. Almost as almost as tiny and short, but uh, you know, and a lot of the times when when I see all these COVID idiots, you know, I look back at the time when I was a mitigator for Fukushima because I thought it was a real threat, and I did the masks and I did the nitrile gloves, you know, and I and I made sure I didn't social distance, you know, I wasn't afraid of anybody, but if they touched my kids, they better have washed their hands because it was all over us, you know. Um, we, we had uranium in our air eight days after Fukushima, and I did Geiger tests in um, Redmond, Washington, um, and I got 35,000 counts per minute on my Geiger counter. And that's like, you're dead. Just run. Just, just run. Really? And so, yes. So I, I've been like blackpilled on that, knowing that what's going on is straight depopulation and just trying to figure out because I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I, I like branding and I like, I like uh, the sorcery of language. It's very interesting to me. So just trying to be crafty and creative enough and charismatic enough to convince somebody to think a different way. Sure. Like, how do you do that? And like, all right, it's time to survive. Well, I don't want to survive. There's too many people. And like, well, wait a second. <laughs> Why is there too many people? Who told you that? And so we have to unpack the whole package. But you have to do that with everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to find that that one thing that they can identify with, whether it's, you know, chemtrails, fluoride, you know, central banking, uh, foster care mutilation, you know, sand fleas and dogs. You know, there's something. There's got to be something, right? There's got to be something. If not... They're a Bolshevik, right? They're a fucking Bolshevik, and they're plotting your death. So, Correct. 
those are your battle lines, right? You know. Um, anything? Sorry. Any? Is there anything? Uh, I, I guess when you talk to Alex, that you didn't really have a. You know, I know that some of those segments were. You know, you, you only have so much time to to say everything. Is there anything you didn't get to say? Anything you want to say that we haven't talked about? Anything, you know, just uh, I want your message to be heard loud and clear. I'm going to host this on my my actual server instead of, uh, you know, the 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 other social media platforms. Podcast, how am I doing? I mean, dude, you're great. Uh, you, you're you are a very uh, well uh, spoken person. So, uh, I, and like I said, I, I you're you're very authentic. You always have been. Uh, you know, on your broadcasts, your live streams, and uh, I just you're the man in the arena, as Alex likes to say. So uh, that's that's what I like to do. I want to I want to bring the story of the American patriot. Uh, I want to chronicle that in any fashion that I can for as long as I can. So. Uh, um, the what I would have said to Alex, um, I would have thanked him for going to the Georgia Guidestones. That's that's the one thing I got. I think I'm the one that got started tweeting it. Rob, they were doing that caravan stop the seal, and they were touring up to Georgia. And I was like, "Yo, two birds, one stone. Get the normies associated with Georgia Guidestones because that's something that really." That's spooky shit, you know, and they're gonna and they might not understand it, but it's a good eye opener, you know, and so you got they it got is. that. Um, you know, I would I would be um I would say don't defend your position as much as he has, because he's he's always apologetic. He's always apologizing for his his fury and his fire. But I think it's I think it's God sent. That he he's just like this portal of of energy coming out, and sometimes it's it's theatrical, you know. And a lot of people can cast shade like, "Oh, he's just a vitamin salesman and stuff." But you know what? I know what it takes to run a business, and it takes a lot of effort. Right. You know, and struck if you're just stuck on selling vitamins, you know, like, and that's the whole thing with Alex. I wanted to thank him for just like his vitamins and stuff. He's not he's not doing anything to. No like take advantage because they do work they're actually good formulas they're fantastic fantastic that's it and like uh and so i wanted to thank him for having that vision and also i wanted to ask him if i if he wanted to go nationwide and i will do all the west coast repping i will make sure that every single shelf and from san diego to vancouver bc is stocked full of infowars life products I will hire an InfoWars army, and I will make sure that happens. See, that's that's the thing that I think he could do is his products are so awesome. His rebrand, yep. and then bring them into the into the actual market. But we have to feed Klaus Schwab, which will not be. Yeah, I mean, and you're right. And I I just want to say something, Tim. You you were talking earlier about how to how to bring everybody together. I, I know exactly what it is. It is Wake Up America coffee. I don't care where you're at on the spectrum, whether whether you're whether you're far left or whether you're far right. It's Wake Up America coffee. Everybody loves it. I'd love to. I don't know, uh, you know, how old you are. If you remember the old Don, you're soaking in it things. But I, I'd love to see somebody at a Walmart with with coffee, you know, coffee uh, uh, where they're pouring 
you know, Brand X and then, uh, you know, this mystery coffee. Well, which one do you prefer? Well, it's Alex Jones coffee. And just watch the liberal heads explode, you know. Uh, See, that's that's the thing is that, you know, we could we could go and we could take back that nostalgic marketing and, you know, and bring it out in the streets. Alex has got gold in his hand. It's great stuff. It is, man. It's great stuff. All of it is, and I, I mean, I've tested the bodies, and I, I and I've I've had to go through back pain and body took it away. So, uh, I was used to be I was a landscaper last year because I got fired from I used to work at Amazon because they had a really good schedule. Sorry, right. <laughs> and uh, uh, I got fired the day before the corporate office showed up to find out why my building was the lowest in the state of Washington for vaccines. Oh, sorry, you wow. know, wow, yeah. you know bad uh so um i had a lot to do with that because it didn't keep my mouth shut and a lot of guys were like they were (laughs) excuse me they were working with their masks and i i cheated the system because i went into unloading trucks you know by hand and they're like well you know and i just took the mask off immediately and i was like i'm social distance you know like you're you're stupid anyway for making me think that i'm gonna put this mask on my face and try to do this but no taking it off and I got I got a lot of confrontation, and then a lot of people saw that I was doing it day in and day out, and I got a lot of people to take off their masks when they were working and stuff, and just encourage it. And, you know, we started talking and stuff, and so I told everybody not to take it. Everybody was a lot. Everybody was confused, and I was just trying to ring the alarm with anybody within reach, and apparently it worked because nobody took the shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it fired my ass, and so I had to become a landscaper, and I had a stash of bodies, man. In my first week. And, you know, just chopping up the dirt and stuff like that. I wasn't used to it. Kicked my ass. Right. Fine. Took it away. Thank you, Alex. You know. I, you know, I, I don't know uh, if you remember Beyond Tangy Tangerine or if you've ever had it. But I had a chance to try that, but I heard it was really Back in the day, I mean, it's been that that far back, but those that's how long the products, even just people coming on talking about the benefits of putting, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, the apple cider vinegar in, in your in your water, you know, just kind of energizing your water and whatnot. I mean, just little tips, man. It's always been about the listener and their health and their freedom and that, you know, and again, you, you know them by their fruits, you know them by their fruits, you know. Yeah, and when anybody comes to Jones or comes after Jones, they're like, oh, he works for Israel. And I was like, why does Israel <laughs> be healthy? Why does Israel want me to not have fluoride? I mean, you do, I don't get the benefit. <laughs> um, so you're talking about Israel. I'm like, it's, um, dude, all he's talking about is anti eugenics. So I, I don't really, I don't really get it. He talks about politics when politics are here, but his core message is don't be murdered by the New World Order. Don't take their soft kill weapons. That's you know, it. I, always been his core message it's not a you know so you know it's always been about and that's why i'll never stop supporting alex you know i know yeah, he's dude. taking those and stuff um you know and i took well, those along with him you know? even even i mean i mean and i think that's the thing I, I think you're doing what he wants to see i mean i can't speak for the man but i think you're doing what he wants to see even if there was no alex jones even if tomorrow god forbid something happened you know, there's still going to be people on the street in the 3D arena still out there carrying the torch. And and that, I think at the end of the day, that's that's all you can do, man. I, I really think so. Um, I mean, I'm banging on the front door, basically. Uh, and, you know, but I'm only, you know, America, uh, at least in my city, I mean, the tiniest balls. You know, America has the tiniest balls in the world right now. I look at Australia, balls are huge, you know, right. but they're disarmed, right? So 
they've got no choice. They're 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 way past the point of no return. They know that, so they have to show up in mass numbers. And so I think Canada showed up. They're not so disarmed as I thought, but still, I thought it was a really good gesture. But I mean, America needs to show up in numbers. You yeah. know, you know, turn your Xboxes <laughs> up. You know, put your phones down. Your your social media account isn't doing what needs to be done. It's mm-hmm. not. Mine wasn't either. I mean, I was I was getting follows by by like Craig Sawyer and um, was it Tony Schaefer and stuff, but I didn't get Craig Sawyer or Tony Schaefer to say anything about the vaccines. Yeah. You know. You know, I, you know, sure, uh, I'm fire on my social media, but it's still, I didn't get through to them. And then you're not going to get through to them. You're not going to get, so you have to get through to the general masses. So the general masses gets through to everybody else. Right. We have to become the, the consenting opinion, you know, uh, form up and fall in line is basically what it is. Well, how do people uh, find you? How do they, uh, you know, get in touch with you? How do they support you in the real world? Um, um well, Right now, you can you can go to this website, marchoffreedom.com, uh, WA, and, uh, well, marchoffreedomwa.com, uh, and support uh, support that effort if you wanted to. Uh, that's I'm working with them, a bunch of local grassroots activists that, you know, saw this from a different angle. They didn't, they didn't know anything about Alex. They knew everything about liberty and freedom and stuff, and so uh, they formed this big-ass network of people. I'd say there's a thousand of us in the city, uh, spent a lot of money of their own money, you know, donated a lot of time for materials, signage, t-shirts, uh, just getting the word out. And we're now promoting this March, uh, flyer. I, ah, put it back. Promoting this, like, you know, um, I just did the linen statues. Yes, police officers. It was me. I admit to it. I did it. I'm just like that guy. <laughs> Alex goes, I did it. It was me. <laughs> You know, but right. we covered the linen statue in Seattle with these uh, posters uh, <laughs> to promote the march. Uh, it's going to be probably the biggest, even if Bill Gates decides to chemtrail, because that's what he's been doing, bro. I mean, sure. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just watching what's happening. And ever since we had, we had two huge rallies. We had one in Seattle with damn near 900 people, and we had one in Bellevue, Washington, which is the city across the way. Uh, about 800. So we're having an effect. And that's huge numbers for this city. It's huge. You know, people don't want to come out, out of their shell, and now people are. And so ever since then, it's been ice fog through chemtrails. It's been really super cold, wet, and rainy. Uh, but even if Bill Gates decides to do that, we're still going to show up in numbers. And Amen. we're going to keep that. Uh, the state, we're going to put them on notice. We're not going to let them, uh, we're not going to let them balk on the mandate. Sure, they relieve them for a while, but sure, you know, what's going to happen? You know, uh, mousepox, cowpox, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, Delta Cron, isn't that the new one? The Delta Cron? Uh, well, what's the reason they come up with to continue the EAU? Right. Because that's what you do. They, or they're, they're fucked. They can't right. do any, you know, so we know it's going to happen. We think we're the ones that got it pushed back early. You know, there was a lot of people. And she's sending out, you know, she's got lawyers involved. Her name's Vicki Palmer. Look for her, you know, because... Uh, if she gets discovered, she's gonna. She'll probably lead an army to uh, Valhalla for sure. I mean, just just total fire. I mean, she's got it. She's got it down. Um, and you know, I could see her doing great things. Uh, this kind of like that's the thing is that there's been such an awakening with people. You know, and I'm sure they 
the war game for it on Event 201. We're like, there's going to be a bunch of people pushing back. we got to worry about protesters and stuff. But they didn't realize the human potential because they have none themselves, right? And that's the thing is what we can do. And she's got a lot of it. I've got a lot of it. There's millions of others that are just now coming into their own, right. you know? And and that's what that's what's, that needs to happen is we need to get together. We need to get off our asses and encourage people to just show up by showing up ourselves, yeah. you know? Um, and I hope people, what I would say to Alex before I got off the air is I, I demand that if you spent any money in InfoWars and blah, 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 you go to the UN, you go to, uh, you go to the Rockefeller Center, you go to somewhere, you get loud, you get consistent. Bullhorn, yeah. You know, you don't even have to have a bullhorn. You just have to have fire in your heart and know that you're right. on the right side of history and what you're doing is correct. And your voice is loud. You know, people will hear you. They'll resonate with you, you know, and they're going to try it and be like, hey, I know somebody that wants to help. Hey, I know somebody that wants to help. Hey, I know somebody can donate some materials. And it becomes, you know, just like what's going on in Seattle. If this is happening in Seattle. It can happen in Arizona, Pennsylvania, Texas, everywhere. You know, sure. it, you know, this is what needs to happen, you know. Uh, I think that's what the InfoWars Army was, is was supposed to be. It was just a bunch of grassroots activists that were red-pilled and knew what they had to do in order to to um, at least fight off the New World Order. We didn't expect it would happen this way. Uh, we spent a lot of time infighting, and that's the thing about oh, yeah. right-wing is they infight far too much. And, you know, whether or not that's by design, you know, we got infiltrators and stuff. But if you can find a group that doesn't infight, and just stays um positive right and and don't think you're doomed because you're not you're doomed if you think you're doomed i'm not doomed you're not doomed you know we're going to survive this and and you have that kind of um yeah because we are doomed if we don't right i mean yeah there there's no there's no running from this tim there's i mean at this point yeah it's it it doesn't matter what side you think you're on there is no there is no safe side of the road uh, for this. It's a huge steamroller and it's coming. And uh, so and it, it doesn't care who you are, who you were. If you if you like the steamroller before it got to you and ran you over, it doesn't matter. It's coming for you as well. So, yeah, Americans can't see before my ancestors. A lot of people's ancestors, they got on a boat and they fled. They're like fuck this place right we can't do that we cannot get on a boat and yeah. go to china or korea or the philippines and start a new civilization we have to stand our ground and fight yeah and and, and uh you know I, I think i think it starts with laws as well protection from technocracy from protection from uh you know uh, you know uh corporatocracy oligarchs um, you know, we need to, the American people need to send a strong message. Uh, you know, these, the, these rhinos, these people with, like you said, no balls who are supposed to be representing, uh, you know, we the people, uh, you know, it, it, it needs to stop. You know, it, there needs to be a clear message that, uh, you know, we're not for sale. We don't belong to corporate, uh, you know, people. Uh, Jeff Bezos can't come in and tell you, you have to take an experimental gene therapy for you to unload fucking boxes from his truck. He doesn't own you, uh, you know, especially in West Virginia, a right to work state or whatever, you know, how, how many people are going to be working for Amazon uh, six years down the road? You know, you know what I'm saying? It'll be robots by then, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the next that's the next crisis down the pipe, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, is robots. But I mean, yeah. I agree. We have to we have to just be loud. I mean, this is our time to be Americans. Like, summon up your ancestral history and your birthright, and get loud. I mean, I'm not saying be violent, and I'm not saying because there's a lot of people that are like, let's just cut their heads off and throw it down the street, and because they've done so much evil, you know, they've got. And I'm like, no. No, 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 because then we'll become warlords, we'll regress far into something, and they probably want that. Like, that's a failsafe for them. Then they might have a contingency to take control of that in if we fall into such bedlam, right? Yeah. So I think we need to do it by the laws we already have in the books, right? Well, you mentioned the power of words, and, you know, I think I think the First Amendment, there's a lot to the First Amendment, but it's, it's you know, I think it's ranked there as number one for a reason. And, uh, you know, words are powerful. They, they, you know, can can build, they can destroy, they can uh, make you feel good, they can make you feel bad, they can make you feel happy, they can make you feel fear. They're, they're incredibly powerful. I, only, I think the only other more powerful medium is when you take those same words and you add music to them. Um, but uh, then they become enchanted. Scripture's powerful too. And oh yeah, well, of- yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, the Psalms, things like that. But yeah, uh, but yeah, I, absolutely. But I'm saying, I'm saying, as a, as a medium, when you're work, using it as a weapon for, uh, you know, for. But, yeah, I, I agree. But you know, it's like, do we need another Grammy award-winning artist to lead us away, or we need oh. to be, you know, I. I, I I don't know, man. It's like I, I love music too, and I that's all I do is I jam out, right? Uh, and and sit here and, and hypothesize what I'm going to do next and stuff. But still, at the same time, you know, I, I just it's like the voice in the silence hits me harder than music lately. You know, it's just like you know, and I I, zitter, I can I can zen out and center in on it, and you know, I feel alive. I feel I don't feel alive in the system unless I'm opposing it. And I don't know how anybody can say that, yeah, yeah, I mean, your motocross shit and all that stuff, that's all getting taken away. You ain't going to have it anymore. Now what? What are you going to do? You know, there's there's thrill-seeking and then there's thrill-seeking. And and I'm telling you, engaging <coughs> people in the real world, and it, it's like that's where my endorphins come from. That's my drive now. You know, it's, it, I'm, I'm part of the system as far as, like, I need that recharge. Resistance. And it's liberating to get to that point where you're epigenetic, you're – all of see all of our ancestors they they climbed through the worst fucking environment known to man at that time through history just to make sure that we had the opportunity to what roll up our sleeves yeah or roll yeah or survive and so we have to uh, you unlock that when you're surviving and and so i encourage everybody to get loud and and absolutely man resistance i mean that's that's what life is i mean life is is resisting um you know that that uh that decay that you know that entropy uh you know that's that's what sets life apart is you know that that it flourishes in in a state of you know natural entropy so uh and and that's it resistance is life brother and and you're doing it it is you know and and the, but I'm trying to build a crowd. I'm not trying to do it by myself. No man is an island in this, sure. you know. You know, um it, it's going to be a large just a, a front of people, a front line of thousands and thousands of people. Go like go to the Bilderbergers. 
go to Davos, go to their offices, look up, like you can Google like a uh, World Economic Forum office and find out they got offices in San Francisco and, and, and in Maryland. You can find out where these people go to work and they have, you, you, you can't what, just let their day continue with, I mean, because I'm not. I'm wouldn't not. it be funny if everybody uh, descended upon someplace like uh, Bohemian Grove, just, just out of the blue, just unannounced, just like a, uh, everybody just show up in in those towns, you know, or or Davos, or you know, wherever. Free speech, you know, we have the right to assemble. Free speech, you can't take it away from us. I it, was it, in Richmond. I was in Richmond when uh, the Second Amendment rally happened, and uh, you know, I, I recorded that, I chronicled that, and uh, I got to meet Alex there. That was that was cool as shit. Um, but uh, you know, I, that's the one thing about it is you know you're in a crowd of fifty thousand armed people, and uh, you know it's peaceful. Everybody is polite. Imagine that. <laughs> so, that's how uh, today, you know, before sugar took hold, you know, we were we were all polite to each other. We were all equalized, yeah. you know, and right. it, you know, that's uh, we can go back to that very easily. It just it's almost a few months away if we really wanted it, you know, right. to. Equalize 